0: You know, I think what happens with people is that they tend to use networking as a face-to-face cold-calling opportunity. And that's why a lot of people get turned off by it, and they don't like doing it because people just meet each other and they just try to close a sale. I- I'll give you an example. I-, I was in London a few years ago, and I asked the audience, how many of you are here today hoping to sell something? There were 900 people in the audience. I'm telling you, Casey, there were 900 hands up there. 900 in the hands in the air. I believe it. But-, but then I asked, how many of you are here hoping to buy something today? and nobody raised their hand, oh. not one single person. And so that's what goes wrong with networking because you leave and you want to get a shower, you feel slimed.
1: Yeah, everybody wants, 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 and, and nobody's, yeah. nobody's taken. So how do we unslime it?
0: Well, first of all, you have to understand a concept that we talk about in Networking Like a Pro, the VCP process, visibility, credibility, profitability. If, you know, if I'm telling people don't go there to sell, then what should you do? You go there to build relationships, and a VCP process gives you a gauge of how, you, how you're doing. When you're at V, when you're at visibility, people know who you are and what you do. They know you. When you're at credibility, people know who you are, they know what you do, and they know you're good at it. And then when you're at profitability, they know who you are, what you do, they know you're good at it, and they're willing to pass business or they're willing to do business with you. Uh, And that's a process that takes time. So networking is more, and this is the key to the question asked, networking is more about farming than it is about hunting. It's about cultivating relationships with other people.
1: Networking is more about farming than it is about hunting. All right, I go to a lot of women's networking events, professional women's events. When I'm at these mixers and everybody's handing out their business cards to everybody, what should I be doing?
0: A good networker has two ears and one mouth and should use them both proportionally. What we assume makes a great networker is somebody who loves to talk and loves, of course, when they love to talk, what's their favorite subject?
1: Themselves.
0: themselves. That's not a good networker. A good networker is really like a good interviewer. You're asking me questions and you're allowing me to elaborate. That's what makes a good networker. So when you go to networking events, what you want to do is ask people about what they do, who they are, what what their specialty is, what they're excited about, what they do, what they don't like about what they do. You get all of that information. That's the beginning of building a relationship. And when you do that, then of course Any good networker is going to ask you the same kinds of questions, and you have a chance to talk as well.
1: Farming for referrals, that's Chapter 5. What kind of farming is this? How do we get those referrals?
0: Well, you you get those referrals by building a relationship first. Uh, So if your network is a mile wide and an inch deep, uh, it'll never be very powerful. You need a network that is in many ways wide but in places deep. That means you, you have to build these relationships with people where you can ask for business i mean if you and i had known each other for a year or two and we have built a relationship and then you come to me and say hey i've got some program going on would you tell your your members about it if i knew you well and i trusted you i would do it right but if you met me at a business mixer and asked me to do you this favor which by the way happens all the time i'm like i don't even know you how could
1: right how, how can
0: i possibly refer you so getting referrals is about making the ask but you got to make the ask when the relationship is there. You know, have you ever heard people say it never hurts to ask? Right. Totally wrong. It definitely hurts to ask. Yeah. If you ask before there's trust.
1: Because then that person's just going to think you're pushy, right?
0: Yeah, they're going to think you're pushy. And if I'm crazy enough to accept that person, to to do what that person's asking, I may find out that they're horrible at what they do. And then I have taken my friends, my associates, and I've referred them to someone who doesn't do a good job. Uh, You know, when you give a referral, you give a little bit of your reputation away. Yeah. If you give a good referral, it enhances your reputation. But if you give a bad referral, it hurts your reputation. And that's why people are hesitant to give referrals unless they know someone.
1: Chapter 12, online networking. Click here to connect. Like, I'm on LinkedIn, <laughs> and I don't know what the heck I'm doing there. I don't know these people, and they're giving me, you know, referrals and, and likes and things. And yeah. I don't know, for things I'm not even good at.
0: Yeah, Facebook has redefined what a friend is. Yes, been. it has. It has. Uh, so, look, I, I, I'm the founder of BNI. It's the world's largest face to face networking organization. Clearly, I like face to face. But to me, it's not a matter of either or, it's a matter of both and. I think online networking has its place. It enables me to stay connected with people I've met in a way that when I started BNI back in 1985, I couldn't. Um, being able to to reach out, you know, technology flattens the communication hierarchy. So I can meet somebody and stay connected with them through Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. Nothing kills a, a relationship more effectively than benign neglect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have friends, people we like, and somehow we lose touch with them over time. And, you know, a year or two or three of it's gone by, and you go, "What? gosh, whatever happened to so and so? Well, the. The beauty of online networking is that it does allow you to stay connected with people. So I'm a believer in both face-to-face, which which I've been very active in, as well as online. And I have a pretty big online presence as well, which surprises people, but they shouldn't be. It's another tool in the toolbox to network.
1: BNI, Business Network International, that is the gold standard. How did you come to create that in 1985?
0: Well, you're very kind. Uh, well, you know, I'd like to tell you that I had this vision of an international organization. We now have 8,000 363 chapters in 71 countries uh, wow. but the truth is I was looking for some referrals for my consulting practice and I wanted to help my friends and so we got together uh, I realized we didn't teach this in school so you know, I just tried to figure it out it worked so well with one group at the end of the year, we had 20 groups, and I wasn't even trying to open them at that time. Um, but at, at the end of the year, when we had 20 groups, I realized that I had struck a chord in the business community, and I created my business plan for BNI, and uh, we're now, it's now worldwide, which is to me just <laughs> it's been an amazing ride.
1: Yeah. People are always asking me to go to BNI meetings, but most of them around here in the Hudson Valley, they meet at diners early in the morning. Did you yeah. know that?
0: I do, yeah. (laughs) Frank DiRaffoli is the executive director there. He's a really good friend. He and I did a book together. So... Don't be too shocked at the title. It's Business, Networking, and Sex, okay. Not What You Think. <laughs> it's about oh, that's the difference funny. between men and women and how they network. We did it with uh, uh, Hazel Walker as well, and Frank is right there in the Hudson Valley.
1: Oh, that's so fantastic. But I've never been to a meeting because I'm always working in the early morning hours, but I have yeah. so many friends who have such great success. So, so, so they're meeting face-to-face. They're having a cup of coffee together. Is that how it works?
0: Yeah, you know, what happens is a very structured meeting, uh, and it's every week. Now we do have some lunch groups, but most of them are in the morning. Um, and we you, you go around; everyone introduces themselves. The visitors introduce themselves. We have a speaker each week that's a member who talk, goes into more detail about what they do. And then we have the most important part of the meeting: the referral part. It's where we stand up, and if you have a referral, you give it. If you don't, you give a testimonial. And over over time, that's how you build relationships and trust with each other. So all around the world, we have eight thousand three hundred and sixty-three meetings every week, all year round. Wow!
1: All right. So I'm going to stand up at one of these meetings, and I'm going to give a referral to someone about someone who's not in the group.
0: Uh, you, you, well, yes, you, you would refer someone who needs the services of someone in the group. So, for example, I might uh, go, I might be in a chapter, and if I knew someone was doing needed to market their business more, many times we'll have radio station, the, the salespeople. That sell at time right. they're in bni chapter and so i may say um to someone that i meet outside i have a, a good friend who uh, is with the radio station and he, he can get you really good packages to do some advertising so if your radio station salesperson was a member i would come to the meeting and i'd say i met somebody that would like to talk, talk to you about an advertising package here oh
1: today. all right all right all right so it's people helping people
0: it's people helping people in a very structured system that's done on a regular basis. Because you see, one of the strengths of a network is that most of the members are friends. Yeah. One of the weaknesses of a network and most is of the that members most of the are members friends. are friends. Right. And friends don't like to hold friends accountable, so there has to be some systems and rules and accountability to make the networking work.
1: All right. What are some of those systems and rules?
0: Well, we have a, you have to attend. You know, I, I've never been able to get a haircut over the phone, and i found that you can't get referrals unless you show up. You know, right. so you, there there is an attendance requirement. There are requirements. There are ethical guidelines. We have a code of ethics, and we expect uh, members treat other members with respect, and that they do a good job, and that they do a good job for the referrals that they uh, give. There's time. You know, there's a, a, a time schedule. So each week you have depends on the size of the chapter, either 30 seconds or 60 seconds to introduce yourself, and you have to stay within that schedule. And then the, the featured presenter does about a 10 minutes. So it's a it's a It's a structured process of learning and uh, referring.
1: Perfect. All right. Ivan Meisner, networking like a pro, turning contacts into connections. When I go to my next mixer with my business cards in hand, give me one pro tip I can take with me.
0: Whenever possible, um, use a unique selling proposition, something that really gets people's attention. Uh, particularly if you're selling. You're not in a business necessarily of, of doing direct sales, but if you're in direct sales, you want people to remember you. Here's a good example. Uh, a company uh, called Ascentive that does training, they they, they use this is part of what I call the 12 by 12 by 12 rule. The last 12 is what are the first 12 words you say. They say we help people work less, make more, and create referrals for life. And when you say cr- that part of it, create referrals for life, that's when you get people's attention. They almost always say, how do you do that? And then begins the dialogue.
1: Yes. So, so the last 12 words you say, is that what you
0: said? Yeah. Well, the the 12 by 12 by 12 is what do you look like 12 feet away? How do you come across 12 inches away? Yeah. Okay. You don't have to be 12 inches, but up close, are you coming across as a professional? You have a positive attitude. And then the last 12 is what are the, what are the first 12 words you say when you have a chance to introduce yourself? Really? The first thing you need to do is talk about the other person. But then when you talk, You want to use what's called a unique selling proposition to get their attention.
1: All right. I'm going to write mine down on my hand in case I forget it, all right? My 12 words. (laughs) I'm going to have to peek for a while. (laughs) Thank you so much. Where do we go for more information?
0: You can go, of course, to BNI.com for information on BNI, my blog, tons of free content, IvanMeisner.com. That's M-I-S-N-E-R.